We're back again with Rob Kramer, designer of TurboDrift. Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Blench. (laughs) To draw back or turn aside from lack of courage, flinch. And here's an example that I I need to read out loud. Really just the first sentence. I blenched. (laughs) I can't even read it. I blenched when my son first introduced me to the initials IRL, meaning in real life, as opposed to the online world where he and his generation spend so much of their time. Allison Pierce. Wow. Yeah. I blenched. So we've got Rob Kramer here again to blench us away. So. Go for it. I was not thinking about the online world at all when it when it talks about blench at all because <laughs> I mean it mentions it mentions courage which is like this this very noble saying that that kind of fits I mean you don't really say courage online no. as as much um, but I was I was thinking about specifically push your luck and it's it's a popular mechanism that's for yeah. sure um, and it's talking about drawing back from lack of courage. And so the, the theme that specifically came up to me was staring contests, but I couldn't figure out anything interesting that goes, (laughs) goes with that about, yeah, don't blink or anything like that. But, um, I was specifically thinking about, um, piling on bad things. So like lots of bad things happen in push your luck games. Well, well, not, not, not necessarily. I, uh, I'll re, re, rethink that because good things happen in, in push your luck games until they don't. Yeah. So in, in can't stop, you're moving, you're making forward progress. you you keep on moving until you don't make that match Yep. in, in uh, Costa Rica, you're go- moving along the jungle until you hit a second mosquito and then, then bad things happen. But I wanted to specifically to have bad things happen and then you have that choice to turn away. Okay, that's cool. But, um, but I was thinking about specifically programmed uh, courage. Like so, so the amount of courage that you have at the beginning of a round, you decide how much to spend, and that could translate to the number of cards that you draw. So let's say I want to draw six cards. Instead of drawing each card and evaluating after each one, I would draw six card six cards and then evaluate. Um, because a lot of the times when I play uh, push your luck games, especially in can't stop, people want to roll the dice again, even after they've stopped, <laughs> I, even after they've, they've kind of pushed away and said, I'm not going to go anymore. Yeah. They want to roll again to see if something good or bad would have happened. Yeah. And, and, and like that has any effect or <laughs> right. That reminds yeah, me exactly. sort of, of like, the uh when you're you're at a casino and it's it's not exactly the same but i've had this where you know it's roulette and it's hit red 13 times in a row and they're like well i'm gonna play black because it hit red 13 times in a row although it doesn't matter what it hit last time it's an all new spin and everything yeah exactly when you when you draw cards out of order in a game accidentally someone said oh well you took my card when in, (laughs) in reality that's not yeah how any of that works exactly and so and so i wanted to it i kind of had a connection of of like looking into the future so you can see what happens to you when you draw all of the cards 
that you said that you were going to draw. But any of the cards that kind of trigger after the bad things happen can go to other people as a benefit to them. Gotcha. So they, they benefit from the bad decision that you made rather than just specifically you failing from the bad decision that you made. Yeah, that's neat. That's really so, so I I wasn't sure exactly how to do that. If you if it's numbers on cards and you're trying to hit a specific number and then any numbers after that are just banked to other people as they go. Um, but I, I wanted to kind of twist, push your luck a little bit because yeah, like there there is there is a curiosity about what would happen. Yeah, and push your luck is I mean, yesterday on the last episode, we talked about music being kind of new territory and un, un, unexplored territory. And Push Your Luck is sort of like that, too. There's only a handful of real Push Your Luck games out there. You mm-hmm. know, Can't Stop is like the definitive one. But right. uh, I was talking to some designers recently, and I think I mentioned this on an earlier episode, and they were talking about how they didn't like Push Your Luck because what else are you going to do is <laughs> really like right. the, that's that's kind of the you know the downside and and the struggle yeah. in designing a push your luck game is like if you give another option the balance between the pushing your luck and the other option is just it, it's it's a it's a hard thing to manage right yeah and so so making that first decision kind of a larger decision rather than a bunch of little decisions along the way whether i continue or i stop um, kind of translates push your luck in a different way. And I don't it's good, know. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, that's, that's what I had for that specific game idea. The other notes that I had didn't really, didn't really make sense. I, I talked to my wife about specifically what Blench meant to her. Um, had she ever heard she of talked, it before? No, no. And I, and I told her it's about flinching and it, it doesn't, make any sense so she talked about hidden doors and there's a monster behind one and then she talked about scooby-doo or something something (laughs) like that and um i mean it's it's interesting because i mean you can you can talk about going back to courage um you can talk about how courage isn't the lack of fear but the overcoming it yeah um i don't know who specifically said that but you but it could yeah, it's it's attributed to me. Make sure you spread the word. Um, and so you could have a push-your-luck game where you need a specific number of bad things to happen to you in order to become courageous. Because you can't just have good things happen to you and then stop. Yeah, You need to have bad things happen to you and then keep going. Um, so I don't know how that would translate to anything viable but it's it's yeah. definitely a, a different way to look at at something that i really really like push your luck so let's let's translate this to something else you really like star wars oh where, man where where does this fit into what's what's the blenchiest of of star wars uh, uh characters well, I mean, moments you're you're talking about Han Solo going into the asteroid belt, yep. and uh, no one following him, and he's just not. He doesn't want to be told the odds, and so <laughs> I mean that's that's exactly it. You you go into, um, you go into a situation where you are you give a number that you need to draw or achieve, and then you you try and hit it, and if if you don't, you get eaten by 
by a worm, a rocket powered <laughs> worm. Um, and, uh, so, I mean, yeah, I, I really, really wish that there were more star Wars games out there that weren't just giant money sinks. Uh, there, there need yeah. to be more stand standalone adventures that happen in the star Wars universe, because that is just, if they can keep on cranking out these many this many movies and movie series and tv series they can afford to not make a game that has a bunch of miniatures that you need to buy expansion packs for yeah we need like an indie the indie version of a star wars game or oh man i mean i would be all over that i have rebellion which is just one massive purchase and not many smaller purchases (laughs) good point (laughs) but they solved it all (laughs) But yeah, uh, more Star Wars games. I, I don't even have Star Wars Carcassonne. Did you wind up getting that? No. Uh, I mean, they, they made some of copies available in the United States, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I get that, but yeah, it, need, it needs to be a standalone adventure, not a reskin. And you know just, what I would really like? It's just like, cool. a, like a smaller scale because everything right. is, is just the entire galaxy is at war. And mm-hmm. Destiny kind of does it you know, a little bit, but that's just a huge money sink. I'm right. probably $750 into Destiny, and I've played it 10 times. <laughs> um, but, but no, I'd love to see, like, small-scale, you know, like, like I don't even know. I'm trying to think of a good small-scale, you know, navigating the, the cantina, you know, and making it yeah. alive. Or just, just like, small-scale exactly. adventures, uh, you know, yeah, a, a, a speeder Not race. every second of every, yeah, not every second of every movie is full of these giant explosions. Sometimes you have... You have a side adventure in the Canto Bike Casino, and and you can just have little side adventures. There's exactly. no need for these giant epic stories. So the the only equivalent is my game Twin Stars. <laughs> so that's like, I mean that was me making that game where it was like yeah. we've got this little escape the break, we've got this little you know uh, stop the virus, and it's basically everything. Start one of them is is master uh master of the trials and it starts out as like luke and yoda and it turns into <laughs> whatever my characters are but all of them start out as uh, everything starts out from star wars for me it's tough i mean that's a you know that's a smart way to go i mean yeah. the turbo drift uh re-theme as pod oh. racing is is incredible it's and it makes so much sense it's great i you know i kind of wish that i could have published that version <laughs> yeah why, why don't you have that poll jason get on it i'll do my best <laughs> well thank you again this is great having you good talking to you we've of never course. actually spoken before so this is this is cool right have yeah we ever this spoken? is awesome no i think we have we had we had like a uh meeting oh, sometime a pre- few years ago <laughs> so this is the second time we've talked um, yeah tell everyone Always where they can where they can find you so they can talk to you <laughs> I'm on Twitter most of the time, um, Rob at Rob the Kramer, uh, C R A M E R, and you can also find me on the surprisingly robust board game uh, group on Google Plus. Really, I don't even uh, know about that. We are almost forty thousand members strong, and uh, we have some good discussions. Lots of pictures shared. It's it's pretty great. So join us on Google Plus. Very cool. I thought you were going to say there were 40 members, but then you kept going. Uh, no, it's it's big. That's amazing. I'm going to check that out, too. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, and we'll find you on there. Thanks for having me. Yeah.